0: Welcome to The Tech Report Podcast, where we help businesses survive, thrive, and create value. Well, welcome everybody to The Tech Report, the podcast that is all about helping businesses survive, thrive, and create value, especially in our trying environment today. Well, I'm your host, Brad Stoller. So, I don't know about you, but it it really feels good to see people out and about. And for the first time, I actually enjoyed being stuck in some traffic last weekend, if you can believe that. Um, So if there's anything that we have all learned is that we can now all communicate via Zoom, (laughs) that's a new word for everybody, and work remotely when we need to. So something else we have all learned, however, is that there are new challenges to our company networks that we may have ignored before, but it is now of critical importance. So, some of these issues are critical to the future of businesses, such as keeping trade secrets, uh, challenges of downtime, employees working on their own devices. You know, the list goes on and on and on. And of course, there is the ever growing threat of hackers that steal your customers' data, or worse yet, they're holding companies ransom as they take over your network. So we truly live in an opportunistic, as well as a very dangerous time for businesses today. So the good news, well, we have a managers, managed services expert, Philip Semplis of Safe Secure, to let us know where the potential pitfalls of your network could be today. He's going to give some suggestions on, you know, how you can take care of those potentially very dangerous situations to your business, employees, and clients. So, Philip, welcome to the podcast. Hey, thanks, Brad. Well, Philip, everyone has a story when they started their own business. So, yeah, you could have done anything, right? I mean, you're, you're smart. I've known you for a little while. How did you come about owning your own IT managed services business?
1: Well, thanks for having me here today, Brad. Um, yeah, so I think, um, you know, what – what initially drew me to to doing this was that, um, I was kind of in this space, uh, for many years. Um, however, I was, you know, I was working a full-time job years back and, um, and it was for a medium small to medium sized company. Um, and, uh, and, and I was implementing all these, all these security factors and, and, you know, keeping up with everything. And, and I was, I was starting to talk to other people uh, that were in the same industry and, and, um, you know, I went out and evaluated a few networks uh, that, that I was asked to look at for, uh, like I was doing, basically doing some side stuff. And I started noticing that, you know, these small uh, to medium sized businesses that don't have in-house IT, they, um, they really struggle. They, um, they kind of have someone either that does it on the side or they're, they're ha- they have someone that um, has five job roles at the company that's, that's managing this and they're not really paying much attention. So I saw I saw such a need for it, and um, and all the exposure out there now, and and I just I, I said to myself, you know what, I can really uh, I can really help companies get through these things that um, that a lot of these other vendors don't seem to to be doing, um, and that's how it all started. Uh, and and I really enjoy it, and um, you know I couldn't be more happier um, helping grow as a partner with our companies.
0: So it kind of start sounds like it started out as. Uh Almost like a hobby, almost helping some others. You started out really helping others, and they really turn it really turned into a passion, didn't it?
1: Yeah, it does. I mean, so so whenever you're, um, whenever you, or for me, when I when I would be out there, you know, looking at looking at these networks, I'm just thinking, you know, why don't they have these measures in place, and what is going to happen, especially with like ransomware and all these different um, password ex- ways to expose your password nowadays and you know, a lot of these threats aren't even coming from someone, you know, hacking. It's, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's training your employees to do the right thing and things to look out for. So yeah, uh, exactly. exactly It really just just hit home and I, and, and I started thinking about them and and I just went with it.
0: That sounds good. So, well, I know you've been working and you've got a lot of happy clients in the Pittsburgh region and uh, you've been doing this for quite a while now and service ratings, I've seen a lot of your testimonies. People are happy with what you do. So why are your clients, you know, like your group so much? I mean, what are you doing and why are, why are your customers so happy with what you're doing? So the,
1: the the proactiveness is, um, is, is definitely key. So we don't, we don't wait for them to reach out, um, when there's an issue. So we will actually, you know, let them know when their contracts are up on their, on their hardware, let them know when, Contracts are up on different software packages. Uh, when there's new security features coming out uh, with, with the solutions that we're offering, or new solutions in general, um, we we keep up with that. Let them know. Uh, some of the other things are that um, you know we we don't just um, we don't just come in and, and set up and walk away. We act as a partner to your to your uh, organization. We really genuinely want to know your business. And most of our clients are are uh, are in one or two spaces. And we try to focus on those spaces. That way, we don't we don't claim to be an expert unless we really are the expert of your industry. So makes, um,
0: makes a lot of sense. Yeah, I, I mean, it's the peace of mind. It really, is what it is. Well, I know a lot of your uh, testimonies that that I saw that, um, you know, they alluded to you know your stuff, and it seemed like you were very helpful to them when they made decisions you know, whether or not to, not whether or not to expand, but when they expand, um, they, they kind of listen to you, don't they? And, and they ask your advice, you know, Hey, what should we do from your point of view? Um, how can technology help us? I, I get the feeling that's, that's a lot with your clients. Is that right?
1: Yeah, 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 it is. Absolutely. And, and, you know, the other thing is when you, when you reach out to us, um, you're going to get a response. Uh, it doesn't matter what, what time of day it is. It doesn't matter what day of the week it is. Um, we actually did a um, we did a down server completely crashed server on new year 's day of two thousand and seventeen um, We were on site at their office um, getting things back up and running and uh, i can 't remember the exact day, but it was a, it was a the next the next day was a work day was a business day right and They were back up and running the next day when they came in the employees have no idea there was a glitch in the system the day before we had them. And, and I hear all kinds of stories about, you know, there there's companies that are down for days and, and oh yeah, uh, isn't responding. And so, yeah, we really, um, I take pride in that. I take pride in, I mean, even if nobody else is available, I'll be at your office. Uh, I'll, I'll come out if, if our employees aren't available on that, on the holiday or whatever, Now uh, you're going to get service on no matter what day of the
0: week it is or what
1: holiday it is.
0: Well, that's, that's great to hear because I know a lot of, um, a lot of business owners. I'm a business owner. Um, we like to know that we don't really want to have to think about our computer network. We just want to turn it on and it works. We really don't want to have, you know, we don't really want to think about, oh shoot, I have a problem. You know, I don't even want to think about having a problem. I just want to know I've got somebody like you that's going to take care of it if I if I do have a problem. Um, but um, And that sounds like uh, you've based your business on making sure that that peace of mind is there for your clients. So, so that's awesome. So well, you know, Phil, we're starting to feel like life really is getting back to normal or at least a little bit with this pandemic. Right, but right. What are some of the new challenges out there that businesses are now facing because of changing their operations? And, you know, what are the things they should be concerned about right now with, with the way business is being conducted today, people working more from home, what what should they be on the lookout for?
1: Yeah, so the biggest thing that we see is, so these employees are now sitting at their house working, right? So obviously, yeah. the MSP isn't going to go to every employee's house and set up a firewall, reconfigure their network. You don't I mean, make house calls like that, <laughs> right? Yeah, <I> mean, <laughs> the price is right now. Yeah, yeah, so we 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 obviously wouldn't have the time or the or the or the co- you know the cost involved to put a firewall in every single house would never be, uh, would never work so what we um, what we found is that um, most of these employees are if they already had a laptop and they're already familiar with working from home there's not much of a setup so right. most of the issues that have been uh, that have come up since March have been um, that the employees are are used to being at the office every day um, say some admin, uh, folks and, and people that are just always there. And now they're, now they're at home on their home computer. So how is that going to be secure? They're sitting there. With it,
0: exactly. As so they're, we, as they're clicking everything that on their email and all that, that every, every offer that comes up that yes, I'll buy it buy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And you're, and yet they're using that system to do their work. Yeah. I hear you. <laughs> Ouch. Yeah, yeah. So, Careful. So
1: really, so really what we've done is, um, it doesn't matter what you're using. You can use your home computer, you can use whatever you have at home um, to remotely access your machine at work. uh, As long as it's powered on and we use um, we make sure that it has two factor authentication. Every time the remote into their machine at work, um, we do not enable the remote take control feature without the two factor uh, being turned on. So at that point, nobody, at the office, even though the office is already behind a firewall. So the office is secured uh, anyway. So um, yeah, I mean, it, it causes extra work on both ends. Um, even every day when you get into it, you got you to gotta have that app on your phone with the two-factor running. Um, yeah. So it's just like anything else. When you secure a building, you're adding uh, security to that building. It's going to be extra steps to get into it. Same thing with the computer.
0: Exactly. And, and, and what you just mentioned, kind of leads me to uh, something else that I wanted to ask you about. We're hearing more and more about cybersecurity and data breaches. In fact, you and I talked about this earlier that I just read yesterday um, that a small company in Kentucky, and I do mean small, they had eight employees, eight computers, eight employees, and they were hacked and they, and the the uh, the ransom was four hundred thousand dollars to get their business turned back on. Um, I'm not sure about about you, Philip. I know my business. I don't have an extra four hundred thousand dollars just laying around. I do know that they did end up paying them a hundred fifty thousand dollars. Hey, I guess they get negotiated. Kudos to them. But still, really? hundred fifty thousand dollars they had to pay. You know, to get their company turned back on. And yeah. of course, if they're off for a while, let's say if, if it takes them a week to come up with that money, can you imagine a week when all those customers start asking, hey, why aren't you getting back with me? Or worse yet, why aren't you answering your phone? <laughs> because they might not be able to answer the phones so everything's tied together anymore. Um, how catastrophic could that really be? So I'm just kind of cu- curious because I hear this a lot. A lot of business owners don't take this threat seriously and they always think it's the other company, it's the big companies, not us, but why should they take security seriously? You know, what steps do you recommend that they take?
1: Yeah, so the, these are very good points. I mean, a lot of the small businesses, you you are absolutely correct, they think that they're small, nobody's gonna, you know.
0: Not gonna happen to me. Yeah,
1: exactly, that, that's all the case. I mean, so the first thing is, obviously you want to prevent those measures from happening, like any kind of ransomware on your data. Um, the, the thing about it though is if you if you have good backups on your data, um, you're going to be able to restore any of that any of those files. And and you should be talking to your MSP to make sure that their backup solution includes um, restoring from ransomware specifically. Not just a okay. folder restore, but restoring from ransomware. So it, that's that's just to get the data back. But if, if if you have all of your other security measures in place, then you won't ever get to that point anyway. Um, and one of the biggest things is employee training, because I've heard that all of the things that happen are coming from something an employee clicked yes. on. Um, and then to take it even a step further than that, uh, preventing it from even hitting your network. But there's never a hundred percent. You can stop 99.9, but
0: you always have to have your employees trained to block. Right, right. I've, I've, things- heard, I've heard where like 80% of all cybersecurity attacks come from employees, and they're not, you know, they're not the, like the employees are trying to maliciously you know, let people into the system. Um, cyber criminals are extremely um, – ex, ex, they're really good at manipulating, and they're very crafty. And people right. think they're doing a good thing. And, and next thing you know, they're in the system and you know, they, they sell all your stuff on the dark, dark market. And uh, a year later, yeah, get the message. <laughs> You've been hacked and then you you lose control of your system. So
1: yeah. yeah. Uh, one more, exactly, one more thing. Yes. Yeah. So to take a step back, two things that you should always have on your network, no matter what, um, don't rely on your Office 365 uh, protection. Add another layer. Um, the product we use is called Proofpoint. Um, so that will, um, it basically puts a sandbox, any attachment coming in, it'll sandbox it and, uh, and scan it. Um, and then the other thing is firewall your network. These are two simple things, not very costly, um, but, but peace of mind, um, training, and training your uh, employees, uh, it, it just it it very it helps a lot um it, it protects them uh, from clicking on malicious links these firewall you keep the security up to date on the firewall um it will prevent uh, any kind of malicious links as well so um you're adding costs uh onto all these things but um but for the minor cost that you're spending it's well worth it in the long run
0: yeah exactly so last thing you want to do is get stuck and you can't operate it. it's not just the ransom that you have to pay Um, it's all your customers losing confidence, isn't it? You know, they, if you lose confidence in your business and your ability to keep them safe, they're probably going to want to go somewhere else, aren't they? Yeah. And that's the real cost.
1: Exactly. And and unfortunately a lot of these businesses won't implement these, these things until something like that happens. So, um, our job, when you, when you work with us is we, we, we offer these things, we say, okay, you, you should be using these things. Um, so we try to get these all implemented as soon as we onboard you. Basically, we, we do a network assessment and we onboard you and we, um, we quote you out what we think you should be using and, uh, and go from there. If you're using our solutions, then you're protected. Simple as that. Great,
0: well, that's simple. <laughs> Peace of mind, as you said. So, well, I know many of the people listening today have someone who handles their IT services. Uh, maybe somebody on their staff, Um, maybe they're doing another job and they kind of watch their servers and all that kind of stuff. But, um, or they may have, maybe they're a little larger, uh, more sophisticated, and they already have a managed service provider already. But what are some key things they should really be asking themselves or looking for, I guess, to make sure they're not spending more money than they should, or maybe they're not getting the right services to match their business and their security needs.
1: Yeah. So, some of the things that I would I would suggest looking for would be um, try to get your uh, packages bundled so um, that way whenever you have a remote support or or even on-site support it's all bundled with your package Um, and and talk to them about their um, you know their the response time how long it takes for them to to get back to you when the tickets open Um, Ask them what, what products, some of their products, at what security level they are. Are they HIPAA compliant? That's something to look for. Mm, yeah, um, definitely.
0: Yeah, I mean, any, any
1: product that we, any vendor that we sign up to resell, any product we use, um, we won't touch it if it doesn't have uh, the, HIPAA, the HIPAA stamp on it. And, and we also train our employees on, that, on the uh, HIPAA stuff. So in um, the proactiveness, are they
0: patching servers? Are they patching computers? Um, you know, now, now, what do you mean patching? Because a lot of people out there they don't understand. They hear this patch, but patch is something you you do in your lawn when you know the grass doesn't yeah, grow. You yeah, right, you you yeah, patch it, yeah. right? So, what does that mean? I mean, people don't yeah. understand that.
1: Yeah. So, Microsoft and uh, some of these other companies, Adobe, Java, they'll release um, weekly or monthly um, patches, security patches. So, if there's a vulnerability in the operating system or the software, they will come up their developers will come up with a patch for that. So it, it was vulnerable and now it's not anymore. So we will ensure that those get patched and we come up with a schedule when we onboard you and we will work around uh, a time that's good for you guys because it will take down systems a lot of times whenever the patches are updating or installing. So, um, so yeah, and, and, and the last thing is um, you want them to be a partner. You know, you want them to, to know about your business, someone that uh, someone that has a background in your industry Uh, that way you can, you can say, okay, well he's, or they are already, um, they're already working with other companies like me, so they must know how to, how to secure ours. And then you can also contact some of their clients to say, Hey, what are you, uh, what are you guys doing for them? Um, and yeah, it just, um, those type of things are really, uh, really key in my opinion.
0: Okay. Fair enough. So, well, I know we've covered a lot in a short amount of time today, and I know you it doesn't even do justice to everything that you do. Okay, but we get that. But what have we left out that you feel is really just critically important for business owners and managers to consider when it really comes to their network? Ah, uh, yeah, that's a that's a loaded question. Huh? It is a loaded question, isn't it? Uh, yeah, it
1: really is. Um, again, it's it's really just someone that you can trust. You know, someone that has the knowledge. Um, that's that's not you know doing it on the side or or, or not you know not using uh, secure vendors or or maybe they have some firewall that they're I've seen companies that uh, that will that will design their own firewalls. You want to use a, a brand specific firewall, brand specific products, not something that someone's developing in their basement. Um, really, um, really, just you want you want products. And any vendor that's going to tell you um, that's going to have documentation on exactly what they're going to protect for you. Um, It's just, it's just really key these days. You don't want, you don't want to leave yourself vulnerable Um, and and, and don't, don't cut corners. Just um, do whatever you need to do to keep your network secure and we can help you with that.
0: Okay. Sounds great. So last thing. So when people are going to be, listening to you or watching you here today, they may have some questions. So how can people reach out if they do have some questions or, or maybe they just simply would like you to come in and have, you know, do a second opinion regarding their IT management services that they currently have. So how do they reach you?
1: So you can, you can reach us um, via email at um, either direct at psemplice, p-s-e-m-p-l-i-c-e at safesecure.com that's spelled s a f s e c u r .com or you can even just give, give us a call at the office uh, you should be able to get somebody uh Monday through Friday um, and on the weekends it rings to whoever te- whatever tax on call so it's 724 949
0: 0017 sounds right. great and i will make sure to put those that information so people can see it too so that's good to know so thanks Brad. All right. Well, once again, hey, a special thanks to Philip Semplis of Safe Secure for you know, your dedication to helping others. Uh, I, I encourage you to contact Philip and his team to make sure that you not only have your business networked properly, but also make sure that you're not overpaying and taking too much risk out there. It is a cruel, cruel <laughs> cyber attack filled world out there right now. So Philip, thanks again for being with us today. Thanks, Brian,
1: I appreciate your time as well.
0: All right.